Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 465, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island in sunny Southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How you doing today, Michael? Good. I'm great. <laughs> Still fits. Are you, why are you laughing right now? Because I'm so irritated right now. Why are you mad? Tell the I'm people. I'm just angry. Like computer. They're freezing up right now. Yep, freezing up right now. Yeah, you just froze up. So I'm irritated with my computer. I smashed. I was smashing my keyboard. I'm trying to pull. So you like, can... I try to pull. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you could see why uh, Kurt Cassiano throws, like, weed whackers across the lawn then. I was trying to pull, like, letters out of my keyboard. I was smashing my keyboard. I was bending my keyboard. Just start pulling out the letters to, like, spell swear words. Yeah, I just, I, like, I grip it, and I try to rip them all out. You can't? It's usually pretty easy to pull them out. Yeah, this one's pretty hard. The first, the first <laughs> few computers I've had, I've been able to pull the letters out, but this... <laughs> Just plucking them out. Bloop, no, you don't. Bloop. I don't pluck them out like eyebrows. I just like squeeze like like the top row to the bottom row, and I just squeeze it. Oh, and a few it's just like, you know, fly like those out. anger yeah. things, like or those things that the wrestlers would have, like to try to build up their forearms. Yeah, I think you need one of those. That's what. It, but that's what. Yeah, it's a stress, but whatever. That's what I'm doing with my keyboard monitor. Okay. Not monitor with my just keyboard rather. All because you had to restart it because it was running. Yeah, because it froze up. Yeah, that happens. So it's, it froze up, and then it takes 45 minutes, and then it comes up, and it's like when you're trying to get gas, and it's trying to upsell you to the car wash. Ultra premium. Yeah. It's asking me if I want to renew all my subscriptions and stuff, and I'm getting <laughs> angry again. You got your Norton antivirus thing pop up. It has been expired for 7,340 days. Would you yeah, like yeah. So then I start hitting my – I start punching the Z again. I, and, <laughs> and then I'm like – password. I'm looking at getting a new car and then I'm trying to shop against eat other. What's it going to take to get earn your business? Just give me a good deal. I don't want to have to haggle. I don't want to have to go back and forth. Give me a freaking good deal. Yeah. So now we're playing that game and that's irritating me. What are you looking at for cars? Um, I'm, I'm always, I just drive Volkswagens. That's it. Just stick with it. it. Well, because you were saying you were thinking of an SUV. Are you going like the Tiguan or whatever? Yeah, yeah, that's what we drove. We love the Tiguan. We both love the Tiguan. Is Susie gonna drive it, and you're gonna take hers, or are you gonna? No, I'm it? gonna. No, I'm gonna keep it. There you go. You look at newer used. 
Uh, we're actually looking new, and I would never in a million years buy a new car, but the the used car market's still ridiculous. I mean, yeah, there's not much for, of a difference. No, there's not a big spread. Like back in the day, when it was half the price with thirty thousand miles, I'll take the half the price with thirty thousand. But now, for like six or seven thousand with a car that has ten miles, as opposed to yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. But I still hate cars, so I'll just. I mean, you don't have a gun to my head. I'll just drive this. But the indicator lights, that's also been a problem, too. That's been problematic where I've been punching my stereo and stuff. I wonder if that's why it started to malfunction in the first place. No. no well, I mean, can't. at this point, your car is like a danger to drive. No, it, it's no. Functionally, it's fine. Well, but like you don't know, like you could just run out of gas at any minute. You have to like keep track of it in your head how many miles you've driven and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, well, I have like the little account. I have like the little spreadsheets in this right next. <laughs> you have like a slide like, like an abacus. Like accounting ledgers, yeah. <laughs> you gotta take out the book. All right, I drove 8.6 miles, mostly city driving. I did a helicopter over Garrett Rossini's head on Sunday. Oh no, that's not good. You drive. I mean, you drive the everything angers the car. Drive is angering me. It it says that I have a full tank of gas, and then it says I have five miles until my next fill up, and then I get out and I just start pull hooking drives and <laughs> leaving shit at my feet, and then the sand wedge goes over Rossini's son's head, and I mean, I'm a disaster. You making me edit the podcast now, dropping swears in it. We already said that this isn't child. This isn't good for children. We're good. Now, my question is, there's an old saying, like, if you walk around and everybody you encounter is an a-hole, then you're probably the the a-hole. Yeah. So, so if everything you encounter makes you angry, does it make you feel like maybe you have an anger problem? Oh, well, we don't. Would we need a psychologist, trained psychiatrist to figure this out? <laughs> well, I mean, are you thinking about, like, maybe addressing this head on or just throwing stuff? I like throwing things. All right. that, that's the only thing that makes me feel better. Does it, though? Yeah, Let's it really does. break this down. All right. <laughs> does it make you feel Alex better? and I have relationship problems that we were trying to iron out the other night. I mean, I'm just, I've hit rock bottom. Okay, go ahead. You have a relationship problem with Alex? You're, you guys yeah. are on the rocks? What's going on? Yeah, he said a, about a month ago that he wanted to see other people. Oh, you don't like that. Well, then I decided that I wanted to see other people, and he didn't like it. So now we're trying to iron things through. <laughs> so wait, how did this come? Why did he want to see other people? What was going on there? I didn't hear about all this. Oh, it's a need-to-know basis parts. We got right. well, This is at the golf course. I got to, you know. I, I mean, I, don't I thought we were. Bother you? We're, we're we're talking right now about my computer problems and my car problems. This you is all. These are all systems as well. I think this all comes back to to Alex. I think you're hurt. And you're taking it out on your keyboard or your car or Garrett Racine. I smash, I smash my keyboard long before Alex Detweiler was probably even born. <laughs> that was for something. AOL else. dial up. I was smashing my keyboard. <laughs> you were Duke four two seven six smashing that thing around. <laughs> You've got mail. Smash, smash, smash. No, you know what used to piss me off was back when it when you get the busy dial tone. Oh, the di- when you get disconnected because Diane would pick up the phone or whatever when you were no, well thing. you get to, no, not even that, just it would get busy. Oh yeah, because it was like six months when AOL was just banging. And oh right, because it was only certain servers. You'd have to pick a different phone number to try to connect it. Yes, yes, 
Well, then it would only find the 24.4 and you couldn't connect to the 36. You'd be at 2,400 and the thing was just slower than. Imagine trying to do this thing on dial up. We'd still be on episode one. We did. Remember, I had Chaska.net and you told me that I was cheap and I needed to get something more than (laughs) $11.95 a month. (laughs) Remember, the stuff was wireless through the telephone lines. Oh, that's right. It was the telephone. (laughs) You basically had like worse than dial up at that point. I had way worse than dial up. (laughs) (laughs) Man, we got problems here. Oh, we've known that. That's true. It's not new. No, that's true. I'm swearing at Quicken. At Quicken? Think, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the computer broke? Yes. <laughs> what did that have to do? Oh, because that was... Because it was running in the background. I figured if I could close a few things, I might get my browser back from not spinning. <laughs> no, no, no. Quicken. So I'm closing that. Now it's asking me to take a survey. Well, that really pissed me off. <laughs> you should have taken the survey with your angry answers. Oh. Are you satisfied with their product? No. <laughs> No, I'm not. Oh, quicken. <laughs> swearing at quicken. Another person, like, you know, because whenever you try to, like, look up KBB or whatever, they get your info, and then that's it. Now, all these leads people, I'm on the golf course, and my phone is blowing up from all these Volkswagen dealerships. Oh, jeez. So, <laughs> so I had to shut my phone off, but I'm trying to keep my score and my stats. And then somebody sends me an email, like a sales manager calls me, like, Steve or whatever. That pisses me off. <laughs> he gave the wrong name. No, I gave the right name, but they they can't. You know, they're so inept. Everybody's so inept nowadays. Steve. Hi, Steve. (laughs) Usually you'd like that because you might have put in like Steve Melnick as the contact after a couple of drinks going online. No, yeah, sure. I'd surely do that. But there's the guy I work with. His name is Jim, and he gets like an automatic text every day from a company that's trying to sell him something. They spell his name G I M. So it's Gim. Which makes me hmm. laugh. He shows me the text. It's like, "Hi, Gim." Very similar to the Steve. Do you have many fake names? No, not too many. Yeah. Steve Melnick, Eugene, Leon up in Minnesota. He used to call your show. He had Earl Klug. That was his fake name. That was his fake name. That's what he would sign up for, like magazine subscriptions and stuff. So, like, I would be at his house and he'd show me his mail. It just says Earl Klug is. What's the point of using a fake name if you use your real address? <laughs> he'd be getting he's still signing up for this stuff. Why is he using a fake name? I don't know. It's funny though. You you think too much. You, 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 you know, I'm, I'm really trying to stay under the radar. Let me use insane. my I don't know because I'm completely insane. Let me use my real address to sign up for this thing with a fake name. <laughs> Seems to be kind of counterintuitive. Yeah, I don't know how they phone me, pards. Oh, this is ridiculous. Should we take a break? Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. You X with OG at a Yankee game That made the Yankee hat more famous than a Yankee king You should know I bleed blue, but I ain't a crypto But I got a gang of walking with my click though Welcome to the melting pot Corners where we selling Africa been by the 
home of the hip-hop Yellow cap, gypsy cap, dollar cap, holla back For foreigners, it ain't fair, they act like they forgot how to act Eight million stories, out there in the naked City, it's a pity, half of y'all won't make it Me, I got a plug, special ed, I got it made If Jesus paying LeBron, I'm paying Dwayne Way. Three dice, Zelo, three card Marley Labor Day parade, rest in peace, Bob Marley Statue of Liberty, long live the world trade Long live the king, yo, I'm from the Empire State That's All right, we are back from break, episode number 465 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week, we're going <laughs> to... Are you still just angry at the computer? No, What's going I'm, on? I'm, I'm, I'm getting better. Okay, that's good. This week, we're I like do... that song. That's a great song. That's a good song. I actually heard it in New York, and I was like, yeah, that's good stuff. But uh, we're going to talk about a little weekend away. I went to New York City. Mm-hmm. This past weekend, we're going to do a little trip review for that. Because I don't get to travel uh, like you do up to property. This is like, this would be like you, about the convenience of it is like when you go up to Disney. Just mm-hmm. a little hop, skip, and a jump away from me. But I haven't been, I don't know, probably over 10 years to New York. I, I can't remember the last time before I was married. So definitely over 10 years, maybe 15 years at this point. Few things have changed in that time, parts. Took the train in Penn State. Yeah, wait, so where'd you go? We just where'd you? Uh, all brand new. Where'd you drive into? Uh, we drove into Westerly. Picked up the train there. Oh, I didn't even know that you t- could take the commuter rail from Westerly. Well, it's not the commuter. We took the the Northeast Express or whatever they call it, the Amtrak. All aboard. All aboard, all aboard, so we didn't want to take, the, well, I guess we could have, but we didn't take the commuter into Grand Central Station. We did into Penn Station, which I didn't realize until we got there. That's brand new. They redid it. Uh, they just redid the whole Monaghan train hall at Penn Station, like a $1.7 billion renovation that just finished up in 2021. It's very nice. It's still a train station, but the above ground stuff is nice. They have a good food court in there uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah. And then we, we did that on the way back. But we got there and uh, we walked over to our hotel, which was called the HY36. It was a Hilton. Okay. And it was very nice for, you know, we didn't pay a ton of money for it. It wasn't like super cheap. I'm a cheap guy, as you know. You stayed with mm-hmm. me at the Clarion for thirty-six dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm not spending thirty-six dollars on a hotel in New York City because you don't know where you're going to end up. <laughs> like that's one. That's the kind of place I want to spend a little bit more per night. I don't think I want to be yeah because at the, the bottom of the barrel. The Clarion, we were in, that was a nice location. Well, but you knew where you were, like one ninety-two. We're on one ninety-two next to a Shoney's. Correct. It was a Cracker Barrel, in fair. I think we were across the street from the Shoney's. But I, I don't know. I just felt like 192 is a little different than Manhattan. And you could really be out of the action there. 
regardless, it was a it was a very nice. Cards, if they if they if they had subways on 192, they'd be pushing people onto the subway tracks on 192. But just because you don't see people getting pushed onto subway tracks doesn't mean that 192 is safer than New York. But I, I digress. Continue. I'm not saying it's safer necessarily. It's just more spread out and not as much on top of you. Like you go, you can't really go down the wrong street. It's just one street on 192. Anyway, so the hotel was nice. It was right about a three or four minute walk from the train station, right across. We could see Madison Square Garden. As soon as we walked on, that you know, you took a turn out of the hotel down the street. You could see Madison Square Garden right there which was pretty cool because uh, we were going to the UConn game there on Saturday. We got in Friday morning, got off the train, got over to the hotel like 10-something in the morning. We left our bags there at the hotel. and we probably walked... couldn't. You probably couldn't check in until about 5, 5.30, but stop complaining, you privileged weasel. Check-in was three. I didn't ask to check in. We just asked if we could leave our, our bags there. And I'm talking like the fun. Disney people. Oh yeah, yeah. No early. Who cares if you can't get in till seven? Oh, that yeah. Well, that's you're not there anyways for the hotels. You're going to the parks. It is frustrating when you can't get in after check-in time because that's what you paid for. They don't. It's not like they start giving you money back for the hours that they. Or that they knock on the doors now, like eight thirty on your checkout yeah. day, trying to get you out. You leaving? Like, yeah, at eleven. How's that? Leave when I'm ready. Check in <laughs> at six, and they want you out at six. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so we did that. We dropped off our stuff, and then at by that point, it was maybe around eleven. We hadn't really eaten much, so we went over, and we all wanted to get like a a New York slice of pizza. Because mm-hmm. what what else? That's what you got to do when you first get there. Get a good slice of pizza, right? For lunch. Uh, what about you doing a hot dog on the streets? So, Yorgina doesn't like hot dogs. Everyone else does. We thought about that, but she's not a hot dog person. But we all wanted uh, pizza. So, I Googled a few places before we went. And one place kept jumping out. It was called uh, New York City Pizza Suprema. Had tons and tons of great reviews. I was looking at pictures. They're just like the classic New York City slice. Mm-hmm. And it happened to be like literally like three streets over from where we were staying, mm-hmm. right across from Madison Square Garden on the other side of the of the uh, train hall. So we go walk over there. You walk in, and it's just like the classic dumpy. New- it's exactly what you would think. You walk up. They got all the pies. You you know you get a slice you order by the slice they throw it in the oven to reheat it you sit down at a cheap plastic table it's got like the brick up against the wall and everything but i had uh i had to get a straight cheese i had to do like the dave portnoy method and just get yeah. a slice of yeah. straight cheese pizza okay. to try it and it was really good the crust was very nice and crispy it was one of the better just pure slices i've had in a while now new york city style pizza isn't my favorite but i do like it um and it was really good and they had uh other like fancy ones with like crazy toppings and i had a a hot honey it was like a had a white sauce and ricotta cheese and then they put like the hot honey on top 
Oh, that sounds awful. And it, it was okay, but it yeah. wasn't nearly as good as just like the cheese. I should have got maybe like a pepperoni or a meatball or something. Yeah, yeah. But I got, I just when I was reading the reviews, people were saying the hot honey was really good. So these, I went, two ba- I these are two bad leaves right there. The straight cheese is a bad leave, you think? Yeah, that's a bad leave. Well, you don't like just straight cheese pizza? No. Why? Why would I when you can have toppings? Yeah, but you got you get like a true essence of the pizza if you have the cheese. Like a I perfect... mean, it, it, I mean, you barstool Dave Portnoy guys. I mean, you make me all sick. Okay, well, I don't. What would you go on, like pepperoni? Yeah, well, like or for crazy. instance, we got we got a Slurzer Friday night, mm-hmm. and she doesn't like the meat lovers, so we we meet halfway. We get pepperoni, sausage, and mushrooms. Now I could throw a few other things on top of that, but I'm not doing straight cheese. Yeah, but you're not tasting the pizza at that point. You're just tasting the toppings. Is that what Dave Portnoy tells you, all you guys? All you well, no, I mean, I don't care what he says. I, Jock I just, sniffers? <laughs> I just... Because uh, I've never heard that. I've never heard, like, the, just get the boring cheese. That's like what like little six-year-olds have at their parties because they don't have sophisticated taste buds like I do. Yeah, like you with the sausage and pepperoni nitrate heaven there. Correct. Okay. Yeah, and mushrooms. Mushroom well, mushrooms are good. Yeah, and I'd put and if it were up, you know, when she's up in Rhode Island, I'll throw some more stuff like meatballs and Canadian bacon and add more nitrates. I like that idea. I do like a meat lovers pizza. I just wanted to try the cheese. I should have got a second one. They did have a meat lovers. They had like a supreme one that had like onions and peppers and olives and all that other junk on it, which looked pretty good, but I also felt like I was like almost in like the soup Nazi from Seinfeld where I was standing there and she was staring at me. and I didn't know what to order. So that was the, you see how angry I am. I'm pissed off at the slice of pizza you got. Yeah. I don't know what you're like. It doesn't even affect me. Like who cares what you got? And I'm angry because you got a boring cheese pizza, cheese pizza. And it was really good too. Was it? Yeah. Was Was it greasy or was it like, yeah, I, I like a little bit of grease, not too, too much, but yeah, just enough. Like on the top, that little bit of grease. And you know what really put it over the top they had, which not a lot of pizza places have, is they had the, uh, instead of, well, they had salt and pepper, but they had the garlic in the salt shaker, like the granulated garlic. Yeah, yeah. Put some of that on top, the crushed red pepper. Was all this stuff already pre-done? So was it like sitting around like on that little circular thing under the heat lamp or, or was it pretty fresh? Uh, they were, they were sitting out, but they were cranking them out. The so they're was, turning. So this thing oh, wasn't yeah. there for like 40 minutes. No, no, no. Okay. All no, right. Absolutely not. Um, and plus they, they had like the communal shakers. They're just up at the one spot with the napkins. You go get your own napkins. It was like a classic, you know, pizza joint. Like that's the kind of place you go into at 2 AM when you're drunk and you just order a couple slices and you're, you throw like, you're shaking the crushed red pepper for eight minutes on the pizza. Cause you're mm-hmm. not paying attention. Mm-hmm. It was solid. Fountain Coke to go with it. Did Can't it have Did it have that black stuff at the bottom of the crust? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, from the oven. Yep. Exactly. And the girls that you got their reviews on uh, on video. Yeah, you, you to, did. You sent me their reviews. They were they were enjoying it. They liked the pizza. So after we did that, we decided. Did you do to, the flop test? Why we're talking about David? I did do the flop test. It was. Uh, it was solid. You could hold it up by the crust, and it stayed perfectly straight. It had no no flop. The crust was excellent. Perfect crunch, nice and tender on the inside. Really good crust. Do you like my microphone? Do you look at it? I do. You I do. Like, do you look yeah, at it nice. and laugh? I do. 
But overall, like, I don't know if it's the best pizza in New York, but it's highly rated. They had a picture of your uh, Anthony Bourdain had gone there and Andrew Zimmern. You know that guy, that ball guy from Minnesota? He has, like, sure. a show on Travel Channel, Andrew Zimmern. Mm-hmm. They have pictures of him in there. So I don't think it's, like, a fluky good pizza. I think it's actually pretty solid. And uh, I would definitely get more of their pizza in New York. Recommend it. If you're at Madison Square Garden looking for something to eat before or after a game, I would go right mm-hmm. across the street over there. It was really good. We ended up walking uh, after we had lunch. We walked to Times Square, which only was about a 15-minute walk from where we were. Well, you got your office handed to you, too, from another angry person. What do you mean? Oh, Newfield Jr. didn't Yeah, like Yeah. He's angry all the time. Yes. He's angry on Facebook about schools closing, mm-hmm. about not closing. It's funny. I, I laughed because I was talking about it at work today. I was like, they have no chance up here in Rhode Island. If they close it ahead of time and it doesn't snow, they get killed. If they wait till six in the morning to close it, like, well, what are the parents supposed to do about work? They got to make arrangements for the kids. Like they can't, mm-hmm. they can't win. Now they have the distance learning thing. They just say, screw it. We'll just close schools. You get distance learning tomorrow. That's anyway, what the teachers are pushing for. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. They'd like to go 100% back to that. They could stay in their jammies all day and teach. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Atherin sitting there with their fuzzy slippers on. Uh, anyway, they – where was I going? We went over – we were starting to go towards Times Square, and we came to uh, – on Macy's on 34th Street, the one they have the parade out in front of. So we decided to go in there, walked around Macy's. Have you ever been in that Macy's? Yeah, I'm sure I have. So it's nine stories, and the building is an entire city block. It's a no- I didn't realize just – I've been there one other time. I didn't realize how big it actually was. It's crazy. Uh, but we we went in there. There's, like, restaurants in different stories on it and stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, but we mainly went to the, they have like Toys R Us got bought out by Macy's. So like there's mm-hmm. little Toys R Us inside Macy's now. So the girls were hanging around in the Toys R Us section and they have wooden escalators in that Macy's. Oh, wow. so, it's like from the twenties, the escalator, it's like the original one, like the slats on it are wooden and it's, it sounds so creaky and old and like sketchy, but. We took the wooden escalators and survived to tell the tale. So we did that. We, we hung out Macy's for a little bit. Then we walked to Times Square, went into the Disney store in Times Square, which was nice. They had some uh the the hundredth years of magic merchandise there. You see that hat that your buddy Nate picked up? That like orange hundred years hat that he wore? No, I didn't videos? see Nate Morrow got a hat. Yeah, they had that one right front and center. I started chuckling when I saw the hat. Did you say to say it was fancy? It was fancy. Ooh, fancy hat. Ooh. They have some some of that stuff's pretty cool. You know, one of the pieces of merchandise they have BBC. No. is uh it's like one of those artist drawing boards. You, you know, like the art classes they had like the backlit stuff you draw on? No. You don't remember doing the drawing classes and you put the paper down and it was like white and it had a light coming out from underneath it? No. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm sure some people will know what I'm talking about, but you could buy one of those. It's like a, a thing you could draw on, and it has the white coming out from it's under it backlit. 
Um, a few other things, but we hung out in the Disney store for a while. It's got two stories. Uh, not really any parks merchandise in there that I noticed. A couple of like the backpacks, those little mini backpacks that all the girls wear. They had some of those in there that were Disney World related, but mm-hmm. nothing like no shirts or real park merchandise in there. Pretty homogenous based on all the other Disney stuff. But they enjoyed doing that. We did the M&M store, which is crazy. There's like a three-story M&M store in Times Square. We hung out in there, and they have like a, a wall of M&Ms like in the little tubes like at a candy store, and you can fill the bag with different kinds. So you can get whatever color you want. And they had all different flavored ones and stuff. So they ended up going through, and it's nine dollars for a half a pound of m&ms out of there and they're filling this thing they're going around and i'm looking at it because sarah's doing it with the girls and i'm just like dollar signs are going off my head like with the m&ms we get to the register it was like 29 dollars worth of m&ms i'm like m&ms parts yeah it was like a bag like like this size like this much m&ms in it did you end up buying them yeah i got them i mean what are you gonna do but that was that was tough i was like 29 dollars of m&ms and then so we did that we had the m&ms and we ended up going to uh rockefeller center 30 rock we saw the nbc building the ice skating rink people are doing that stuff do you do the song in your head nbc nightly news when you go by that or no no i didn't do that with lester holt they did have a lester holt sign out there nbc nightly news with lester holt how about miguel almaguer no they didn't have a sign for him outside i love miguel almaguer Miguel Almaguer, do you like? He used to wear the mask during COVID. He used to wear the mask standing by the Hollywood sign. No, but well, yeah, nobody, nobody within forty miles away from him. Miguel Almaguer, NBC News, Los Angeles. He used to speak when he said Los Angeles. He probably wouldn't have been in New York then if he's out of Los Angeles. Uh, so we did that. They the FAO Schwartz, the toy store was there. We hung out in there. That's three story toy store. They like now, that. how do you talk the kids off the ledge there? Because they gotta want everything on. They want planet. everything, but we gave them before we went in. You're not buying it. We're not buying anything. Not buying anything. So we didn't. We, they didn't buy any toys or anything in any of the places we went to. And the only thing we they got a little souvenir in one of those I Love New York stores mm-hmm. they have everywhere. They got like a little keychain with their name and like one of those. Remember the little license plates you put on your bike that have your name on? Oh it? yes. I used to get those in cereal boxes because you'd collect them because you oh, could okay. get different states. And you send away for which state you want. Oh, yeah. Like I get yeah. like New York and put it on the back of my bike. It was fantastic. Yeah. So they got that. They got the license plate for the back of the bike and a little keychain that said their name on it. So that was really the only thing they they bought besides like food and stuff. Um, after that, it was getting a little bit later and we we're tired we had been up early so we headed back to the hotel to check in it was about three o'clock by the time we got back there yeah we checked in and they put us in a corner room they said oh you know we have you in a, a corner room they're a little bigger than the other rooms so that was nice um it was decent and it was like the size of a a moderate at disney okay. and uh only thing is it was it was double beds instead of queens. So maybe a little smaller because the beds are smaller. But had a couple chairs in there and you know, a decent TV. The bathroom was really nice. It had a, a glass shower, 
with the rainfall head and then like the handheld one that goes with it mm-hmm. um it was good that that was nice the bathroom because that's the one thing like you don't want to get into a place and the bathroom's like dingy and dirty like it doesn't right. matter how nice the rest of the room is but it was all nice updated very clean um the beds were not the most comfortable but I wouldn't knock the, I mean, that's just kind of a preference. They're a little softer than I like, but that's not really the hotel's fault. The staff was super nice and super friendly too at the front desk. They didn't, they were very nice. Excellent job there. So we hung out in the room for a bit. We were relaxing and then uh, we decided we wanted some dinner. All right. And we didn't, we didn't feel like walking too far and there was a. uh, No, 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 no. No, no, a restaurant in the hotel. No. Well, what were you, what were you thinking, like Peter Luger's or something? Oh, well, don't even go there. Absolutely, because <laughs> I didn't bring any cash, so I didn't have enough to go to. You Peter can use Luger. the Luger card. Oh, I don't have one of those either. Well, you got to get one, just not to just to have in your freaking wallet. The supply for the Luger just card. Just a flash, yeah. No, you know where you have to go. Where is that? You have to go to that super super tacky restaurant that's dark red. But they have like the best chicken palm. I don't know. What you're you like the dark red. It's just dark red inside. It's got like the red tablecloths and the tacky red seating. Oh, you're talking about like an old Italian. Like yes, old just in general. Yeah. So the they're problem is like Russios or something. There's just so many places. It's like uh, paralysis by. Because if you so tell me places. like you got a steak sandwich or something, I'm going to be so upset with you. Well, I got a burger. How's that? Yeah, oh, just as bad. Just terrible. Oh, well, it was a burger restaurant we went to. So I'm I'm, I'm quite aware. I'm, when you said that you went to the hotel restaurant, that's why I got a little bit upset. But we didn't feel like walking. Oh, we here walked. we go. Yeah, well, blah, 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 blah. It's tough when you get the, the kids and they don't want to go anywhere. And we just uh, you wait till you hear what I had the second night for dinner. If you're mad about the burgers, you're going to be real mad about night number two. But I'm uh, sure I will. <laughs> well, you're already angry anyway. Yeah, so I had a. This burger was good though. So it was a regular beef patty and it had uh beef brisket on top with like gravy and caramelized onions and stuff like that. It was a very dirty. You would call that a complete dirt, dirt you know, filth or dirt or whatever you want to call How it. How much longer until you had the, the lower side gurgles? It wasn't bad. I was aware like the really? first bite, I was really nervous about that and then it it was fine. Some nice Parmesan truffle fries to go with it. You didn't need help walking back to the room? No, it was okay. I made it. No problem. And then uh, the girls got a one of those like stupid ice cream sundaes that have all this stuff. It had a donut on top and chocolate and a brownie and a cookie on top. And they had one of those to split after dinner. It was nice. It was a nice, you know, calm dinner. And then we just hung out in the room. Actually, I went. I went. I did my uh, Mike Hurley move. I walked one block over to the CVS and got a six pack of beer to bring back to the room. Just a sixer? Yeah. Well, that's we were, a bad play right there. Well, I was tired and they weren't gonna be up, so I got some of those. I was gonna get a twelve pack of Miller Lite, but the box looked like it had been there for like ten years. So I went and I went with the Michelob Ultra six pack bottles. That was a good play. It was like. Eleven dollars. Eleven dollars. Yeah, whereas the Disney prices. Yeah, well, it was at a CVS, whereas it would have been, you know, 
$12 per beer, which we'll get to at uh, Madison Square Garden beer prices. Um, so that was it for that night. The next morning we got up and we went to the uh, TikTok Diner, which is right on uh, 8th Ave. Because I'm saying you either go for a nice New York diner or just get uh, some bagels. Yeah, I was thinking bagels, but the, the girls aren't big fans of bagels. They like donuts, but they're not bagel people. So we went to the diner. They got chocolate chip pancakes. It was like one of those Greek diners where the waitresses don't barely even speak English, and they Perfect. come out and they get the dirty coffee cup, and they just pour. You, you're not getting any choice, just coffee. Is that all you want, coffee? Not even in the iced white, coffee, in the white mug? Yep, in the white mug. It only holds about six ounces. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I ended up getting the French toast platter, which came with two eggs, two sausage, and the French toast. Oh, nice. The eggs, they put the eggs right on top of the French toast, so I had to eat the eggs first. A little bit of salt, a little pepper, perfect sunny-side-up eggs. Very tasty. And the French <laughs> toast, which I'm a Excuse big me. fan of French toast. It was one of the best I've had. Like The bread was like soft and fluffy. Usually it's very dense French toast, or it mm. can be. But it was perfect. Nice, soft, and fluffy. Good French toast. The sausage was good. Sarah got a cheese omelet, three cheese omelet. She was happy with that. That's a good play. I always, I love getting a nice omelet when I go out for breakfast. Yeah. So we had that, the breakfast there, and then there was a a meetup for the pregame for the UConn game because UConn. Oh, you're a little alumni. Yeah, so I went to the alumni meetup at a. Oh, at a, look at you! And did you wear your penny loafer? What kind of shoes did you wear? <laughs> yeah, I just UConn had my sweater? regular shoes on. Oh, really? And, yeah, and uh, it was at this. It was at a bar, but we pre-registered. I didn't realize like how much of a bar it was. So we get there, and like they're the only kids there. There's a couple other, but we ended. They ended up putting us at a table, and then they dropped menus, and I felt bad because I didn't know they had breakfast at this place, and they had like Irish breakfast. They had like bangers and mash, and like traditional like but i was so full so i ended up just started drinking beers i had a bloody mary this is at 9 30 by the way so we had breakfast at like eight and then we get sit down at this bar for the pregame because the game's at noon and uh i order a bloody mary and then we're just kind of sitting there and people are trickling in it starts to get real busy she comes over again and the girls they just want toast and i didn't even i just like ordered two eggs bacon and toast and they ended up eating that even though they just had breakfast at the place like an hour earlier so they had a second breakfast and they were happy with that i had a couple budweiser's 16 ounce aluminum bottle budweiser's at this bar they were on special only four dollars a piece that's not bad and if i had known that i would have skipped the bloody mary and started right with budweiser because the bloody mary was like 14 bucks yeah, you're on vacation parts. Well, yeah, I didn't really care, but I would have just gone right to the Budweiser. I was trying to be civilized, but I should have just started right with the Budweiser. So around 11, we leave the bar. Game's at noon. It's about a five-minute walk from there. I wanted to get there, get situated, get into Madison Square Garden. I haven't been there in a long time. It's awesome in there. I love it. I've never place. been. It's so cool to watch a game. I'm dying to go. I can't wait to go. So you, you go there, we got settled where we were out on the concourse. They had all the all the concessions and the girls wanted, you know, cotton candy and popcorn and the hot dogs and chicken fingers. So so you know what? Whatever, we're on vacation, like you said. So I went to the one stand and they had popcorn and cotton candy and then they had beer. So I got a 
24 ounce oh, can. No. How much do you think? Miller Lite, 24 ounce can. Madison Miller Lite, 24 ounce can. $16. 15. Very good guess. Yep. <laughs> very good guess. So I got that. Bill, um, it's seven fifty per 12 ounce. That's not bad, actually. It's not that bad. You're right. But it's still a lot of money for a beer. And then I went down because... Now, are you starting to get to the point with the Bloody Mary and a couple of beers now? Do you want to keep going? Or are you still yeah, like, yeah, this was you getting keep, to that point? This was a keep going game. And it's yep. a keep going day, and it's not even noon. So I go back to the sea. I drop that stuff off. I go back because Sarah wanted nachos. And I asked where the closest nachos were. And they like, oh, Section 224. So I had to walk around to Section 224 to get the nachos. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't want, once the game starts, I don't really want to get up. So. I grab another Miller Lite just to have a backup. But that's, again, I learned from my cousin. You always got to take two. Because then you don't have to get up as often, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then you get the people in your party to get them. Right. Well, I was by myself out there. So I got that, went back, dropped that stuff off. Another 10, 15 minutes goes by. Now the girls want something else to eat. The game hasn't even started yet. And I tell them, this is the last time I'm getting up. Not until halftime, not getting any more food. So they wanted uh chicken fingers and french fries. Oh, Fine, got that. Um, and then at the same place they had chicken fingers and french fries, they had these rice balls parts. They're like, fr- you know, like the fried arancini you get at yeah. like Citricos. Well, they had these, but they were stuffed rice balls, and they had like a jalapeno and corn stuffed one, they had a buffalo chicken stuffed one, and they had like a pizza one. Wow. And you got five of these rice balls. They were pretty big, like the bigger than a golf ball. Five of them for $15. So I got the five of those. That was my my lunch. And I kind of just had them sitting there. And I was <clears throat> drinking the beers and watching the game. And it was good. We At halftime, everyone got up to use the bathroom. I got another, uh, another couple beers at that point, And that got me through the rest of the game. But yeah, Massa Square Garden's awesome. That place was pretty packed for you know for a college game on a saturday at noon i would say it was good three quarters full and of that of that it was probably 70 percent yukon fans that's um, sad. <laughs> for st john's yeah right and then I, I actually when i got back sunday night i was watching like the youtube highlights of the game and they were talking about like clark kellogg did the game I love and he clark was saying kellogg. He's good. And they were saying how loud it was, like for UConn. And they were saying it's like 70% UConn fans there. And every time they scored, the place went crazy. It was a really fun atmosphere. One of the more fun games I've been to, and it was high scoring too. They won like 95 to 86. It was a high scoring game, which you don't see that much in college. So it was a good time. We left the game. And, uh, it's still relatively early, so we decided to uh, go back and go to, like, Times Square, and then we all went and did uh, Madame Tussauds Wax Museum, which is in Times Square. And I wasn't sure I had heard mixed things on it, but you're just looking for something to do. And we got in there. It was really cool. I liked it a lot. It was a good, like, two hours two and a half hour experience okay you just go through and it's it, i mean it is what it is it's just figures of people statues if you if you will but 
very detailed, very realistic. None of them looked bad. They all, you could tell who they all were and they were very realistic and the girls enjoyed it. And unfortunately slash fortunately for me, every, there was nine stories in the, uh, in the wax museum. So you, they send you right up on an elevator to the top and you work your way down. Mm-hmm. Um, every other story had a bar on it. So you get down to the next story and there's like a bar right there. So I'm like, Oh, another beer for Gary. Oh, did you get whacked? I didn't do it too bad. No, it wasn't that bad. I, it was so spread out over the course of the time. You know, it was like from 9 a.m. until like 6 p.m. I had maybe eight beers total or nine. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it was spread out, but it was one of those where you're feeling pretty good the whole time. So that was fun. We had a good time at the Wax Museum. We're leaving there. It's like 5.30, 6 o'clock. We're walking in Times Square. Everyone's hungry now. What do you want to do for dinner? We're in Times Square. Biggest mistake is we walk by Margaritaville. The girl's like, can we go there? Can we go? They see the big Statue of Liberty inside. Like, you know what? Is it complete tourist? Oh, 100% tourist. Uh, It's a hotel, like Margaritaville Hotel. And then they have the restaurant, Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, which I've eaten at one in Myrtle Beach, and it was fine. It's just like a T-Rex. It's like exactly Mm -hmm. like T-Rex. It actually might be run by Landry's. Wait, you I'm just not get even... like the platter of ribs, a small lousy got... steak. And... Yep, they got all yeah. that stuff on there. I ended up getting jambalaya, which was okay. It had some shrimp and chicken and andouille sausage in it. Um, we got fried pickles. For you can't appetizer. like say it's closed. Like, I mean, they're not stupid. They could see people in there. <laughs> it, but there wasn't like a ton of like it was on the fly where we didn't have anywhere in mind to go and we were still talking and they just saw it and they wanted to go there. And I was at the point where I was like, yeah, whatever, we'll just go inside and have something to eat. But they had a blast. They liked their food and they had fun in there. So ultimately who cares? Yeah. Would I have rather gone to some like dirty old Italian place that has like homemade pasta and the best sauce you've ever had? Probably. But it wasn't in the cards there. Cards. So we did that. We were leaving. We're walking back, uh, heading back to our hotel, and there's this little storefront that we see. It just says, like, New York Bakery and Desserts. And I'm like, let's go in here. Let's get some desserts, bring them back to the room. So we go in. They have just, like, a whole wall of refrigerators with all, like, all desserts. They have, like, a whole pastry case, like, cold desserts and a whole pastry case. And, uh... Yorgina got a brownie, and she was in love with it. Yorgina Jr. got these two cake pops, like one chocolate, one vanilla. And then we're looking, and they have all this stuff, German chocolate cake, tiramisu, eclairs, uh, cannolis, everything. Mm -hmm. And there's a million things, and we can't decide, Sarah and I, because we're going to split a couple things. So finally, I just asked the girl working there, I said, what's the best thing? What's your favorite? And she said, we have a red velvet cheesecake that's unbelievable. I was like, all right, good. Sounds good to me. Because I was on the fence. They had just a regular cheesecake, like New York style cheesecake. I was like, oh, maybe Mm -hmm. that's the way to go. So red velvet cheesecake. And then I said, you know, Sarah and I both like tiramisu. So we got a tiramisu. We walk back to the room. Start digging into it. We start with the tiramisu. Oh, this is is actually really good. It had, you know, fresh whipped cream with it. Nice, you know, coffee flavor eating that thing. We finished that. Like, do you want to save the cheesecake for tomorrow? She's like, oh, let's try it. 
So she takes a bite and she's like, this is unbelievable. I have it. It. I kid you not, it's like the best cheesecake I've ever had. It was one of the best desserts I've ever had in my life. It was so good. It's like red velvet cheesecake. It that had sounds the, so good. It had like a, you know how like red velvet, you just cream cheese icing on it. Mm-hmm. It had like a cream cheese whipped cream with it. Like it was like a thicker whipped cream because it was mixed with cream cheese. And it was just everything about it was perfect. Like each bite was just like the perfect combination of everything. Because it had the cake built into it. Like it wasn't mixed mm-hmm. in. It was just still a regular cheesecake. But then a layer on the top was the red velvet cake. And it like broke up the texture of it. It was just really good. So that was probably one of the highlights of the of the trip for sure. And that was uh, the dessert there. So I'm glad we didn't get dessert from Jimmy Buffett. We ended up getting a nice uh, authentic <laughs> New York cheesecake. So that was basically it. The next morning we... We were packing up, and we had to catch our train back to Westerly. We ate lunch in the train station. I had a ramen bowl. Have you ever had one of those? You have, like, the udon noodle bowl. Yeah, I got like the udon over, it, over, at, um, over in Japan. Yeah, so this had a... Katsura grill. A ramen. It was, like, called the zebra ramen. So mm-hmm. it was, like, a white broth that was so good. It had, like, such a unique flavor, and then it had, like, pork belly in it, like a... It was like a mm-hmm. fall apart mm-hmm. pork belly and the noodles and everything. I had something really similar actually over at Kona. Oh, okay. The yeah. Ramen. They, they have ramen bowls. Yeah. Yep. 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 We got that. And you're similar a soup one. guy. So that's right up your alley. I'm a soup guy. And it was good. The broth was so good. Like so rich and like the perfect amount of salty. It had that umami flavor. It was very good. So then we got on the train back home and we were good to go. It was a good, nice weekend. The girls had a lot of fun just walking around and doing stuff. They didn't care about the UConn game, but they were well-behaved during it. I kept them fed and happy during the, during the UConn game. That's all that matters. That's all I wanted to do the whole time. And everything else, I didn't care, just as long as the UConn game was. I told them we were staying for the whole thing, and we did, so worked out good. But Madison Square Garden is so awesome. You come up, we'll go to. We'll try to go to a game there or something. Unfortunately, they don't do anything in the summer. Well, that's true. You can go like the circus or something. Man. Yeah, I could go to the circus, wrestling or something. <laughs> It'd still be worth it. It's so cool. That's the experience of going in there. Is it just, nice? Oh, it's so nice. Yeah, because they've nice. redone it a few times. The concourse area is beautiful. The bathrooms are nice and clean and big. Everything, but like the concessions are cool. But you just go up these escalators endlessly you enter at ground level you just go up and up and up and up then you find your seat and you're just looking down at the court like the court is like six floors up off like the ground level there's stuff underneath it there's like a theater below okay the basketball court it's really cool how it's set up but you just feel like oh there's just history in the building you see that would you like to go you don't like the nba but you I, I want to go to a Knicks game. That'd be cool. Yeah. Or in a range and a Rangers game. Yeah, they have some times where they do it in the same day, right? Occasionally. I know they do it in Boston. They yeah, they do, do that there. the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. I would oh, yeah, yeah, I would love to go to a Knicks game though. Yeah. Yeah, no, the Celtics are actually playing there tonight, I believe, at Madison Square Garden. I think it's the next. World's most famous sports arena. It is. It's really cool. You just feel it. Like, I mean, you know, it's got a lot of history to it, but you can just feel it in there. You see the banners. They have like, 
obviously the Knicks and the Rangers and all that, but then they have like the events like Billy Joel, 27 straight sellouts or 87. Oh, I see. Okay. Like they have some of those things too, which is really cool to see as you walk around. William Joel. William Joel. But that's about it for the trip. Any, uh, Any questions? You want to take our second break? We could take our second break. Speaking of Billy Joel. We'll be right back. Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the neighborhood. Hop a flight to Miami Beach or to Hollywood. But I'm taking a Greyhound on the Hudson River line. I'm in a New York state of mind. Cars and their limousines Been high in the Rockies Under the Everglades I know what I'm needing And I don't want to waste more time I'm in a New York state of mind All right, we are back from break. Episode number 465 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. Just got through talking about my weekend in New York. Now, seeing that I was all over your for your food decisions. Yeah. For your bumpers. Yeah. You know what I would have really liked for the second one? What's that? In a New York minute. Ooh. Who is that? Everything can change in a New York minute. I don't even know who that is. Is that Christopher Cross? No, 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 no. It's a, it's popular. Is that an easy eighties cheese song or no? The Eagles. Oh, all right. Yeah, In a New York minute. Ooh. There's a lot Don to Emma. choose from when it comes to New York. There's a lot of New York songs. Obviously. So, uh, since we didn't really talk any Disney. Why don't you tell us about our YouTube page? I just saw you posted a video recently on youtube.com slash at WDWBTG. Yeah, what did we have up there? We had the uh, boardwalk. Was it the boardwalk room review? Boardwalk room review where you were very uh, surprised how much you liked it. What would you think of it? I like. I mean, you were talking about one of the things was the uh, the wallpaper and how it's very hit or miss. People either love it or hate it. But I agreed with you. It's kind of like, that's what you want when you stay there. And if you don't like that aesthetic, okay, then don't stay there. But that's what it should be. Like Correct. those bright colors and kind of like that old 20s style. So it's nice that they have that. I don't know if they're going to get away from it when they refurb these rooms as what is they're doing now. Hopefully they don't stray too far from it because you want some of that character in those rooms. But and that was the inn, right? That was not the villas that you stayed in. That was a rack rate room. That wasn't a DVC room that you happened to get put in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So those DVC rooms are in some need of some TLC, aren't they? Yeah, they're in rough shape. But they're they're in the process. They're, that's on the docket for this year, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. They're doing them right now. In the process of it. So that's pretty good. Yep. And, the, and they're doing both 
I believe they're doing the in rooms as well. They're refreshing. Are they doing the in? I pr- I'm pretty sure. I saw that. But yeah, so go check out the video. Subscribe to YouTube if you haven't already. Um, you can also go to our website, wdwbtg.com. Follow us on our socials at wdwbtg on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our Facebook group, WDW Beyond the Gates Podcast Family. Join us there for some fun off the cuff discussion with Angry Newfield Jr. Sometimes his anger gets let out over there, as we discussed earlier. Um, what else? We have obviously subscribe to the podcast, leave us reviews wherever you download podcasts. You can email us info at wdwbtg.com, Mike at wdwbtg.com, and Gary at wdwbtg.com did i leave anything out parts no i think you hit everything there parts did my uh nice new york trip review calm you down are you less angry now yes everything in a new york in a new york minute baby all right that's gonna do it for episode number 465 of the wdw beyond the gates podcast for my co-host mike my name is gary thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you again next week now it's time to say goodbye to all our company m-i-c see you real soon why because we like you hey.